Every year for Lent, especially in the days leading up to Ash Wednesday and in the days following, there is in Catholic circles the same conversation. What are you giving up for Lent? I remember growing up, going to Catholic school, grade school and high school in St. Louis. That was always a conversation. What are you giving up this year for Lent? And you would kind of compare yourself against everybody else to kind of gauge whether you've done the right thing that year in comparison to what everyone else has done. And it's important to give something up for Lent. This is a season of fasting and there's, there is merit, there is fruit in denying ourselves and in learning how to deny ourselves. But just as importantly, actually, in fact, more importantly, this Lent, we need to go deeper than simply what are we doing? What are we giving up? Or maybe not what are we doing? What are we not doing? We need to go deeper and ask ourselves, why am I giving something up? Or why am I taking on extra practices of prayer and almsgiving? Because, brothers and sisters, when we start with that question... We can go into the depth of meaning. And simple things can become incredibly rich and powerful. When we look at something as simple as why are we marked with ashes? It's a reminder to us of our mortality, for sure. It's also a reminder to us that without the grace and the love of God, that is what we are. A lump of clay and ash. But with God's love, we are capable of incredible things. But if we just sit there and stop at the image, if we don't go deeper, we miss the beauty, the power, the richness of God's love and message and unity with us and for us. When we look into our readings today, the prophet Joel calls the people to a time of fasting and self-denial. Why? Because we need to learn how to strip those things away that keep us from God. Because there are things in every one of our lives that keep us from knowing the love of God. And they are in our lives because of our brokenness. Because of the things that we put before God. And so by intentionally stripping these things away, we open our hearts more and more to the love of God. To His mercy. To to time with Him. As simple as those little denials can be, they open us to mountains of grace. We also hear so beautifully in that second reading that we are ambassadors of Christ. And now is the time. Well, why is now the time? St. Paul so beautifully says it, because he who had nothing to do with sin, God himself became a human being to draw close to us. Why is now the time? Because God is with us and loves us. We heard this just the other weekend in the Sunday uh, second reading from St. Paul, that we are temples of the Holy Spirit. So why is now the acceptable time? Because that's who we're meant to be. That's who we are. And so when God calls us, the only reasonable thing to do is to reply, to respond with fervor, with zeal, with courage and conviction. Jesus tells us in the gospel, when you give, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Why is it important to act with humility and meekness and simplicity? Because we need to learn that there are some things that are worth doing simply because they are good things to do. 
And we don't need other people's recognition. In fact, we should avoid other people's recognition because then our ego and our vanity and our pride can sneak in. And I know this is a difficult message, especially now as, as everything in our lives is supposed to be, or at least we think, is supposed to be uh, laid out for others to see on social media. And yet God is calling us to not let our left hand know what our right hand is doing so that we can learn what it means to do and to be good. And to do and to be good does not seek glory. It simply seeks to love. And when we start to ask these questions of why, why, Lord, are you calling me to holiness? Why, Lord, am I taking time out of a Wednesday night in the pouring rain to come to a church? Why, Lord? All of a sudden, those deeper questions start to come into my, into my vision, into my life. Why, Lord, do I turn to drugs or alcohol or pornography or sex or money or power instead of to you? Why, Lord, when I look into my heart, do I see pain and division and I don't see anything beautiful at times? Why, Lord, do I feel alone when I'm in a group of people? Why, Lord, am I frustrated and I don't know what to do? Why, Lord, do I have this thirst, this, quench, this, this unquenchable thirst, this deep ache in my heart for something meaningful, for something purposeful, for something beautiful, for something that is true? And when we start getting into those questions, brothers and sisters, it is hard. It is difficult. But when we start going deep and we start going with the Lord and we start stripping away those things in our lives and purifying our hearts and our motives and our minds, we come to realize something incredibly powerful. Why? Because I am loved. Because all of this is worth it for Jesus just for me. That's why. And he doesn't look at me and he doesn't say, Patrick, what are you doing? He looks at me and he looks at you and he says, I love you. And I want to be with you and I want you to be with me. And I want to offer you peace and happiness and joy. But I want you to choose that. And I want you to choose it because of your love. And I want you to choose it freely. And so today, as we begin this wonderful, this holy season, this fast of Lent, we enter with a desire and a zeal to do good, to be good, to become good. But God is calling us to something deeper. God is calling us to union with Himself. And so as you depart tonight, as you go forward, as you receive your ashes, as you receive our Lord, God incarnate, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist, don't be afraid to ask him, why? Why, Lord? Why me? And don't be surprised when he amazes you with his love in the intimacy and in the silence of your hearts.